Hey, I'm Aeon. And I'm the Lioness. And you're listening to Box Number 512 Podcast. Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. Changing your world one conversation at a time. The show begins now. Welcome to another installment of Box Number Five's whole podcast, Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. I am Aeon. And I'm the Lioness. So let's get started with life updates. I'll go first. Uh, I had a lovely birthday last Tuesday. Uh, I want to thank everybody that sent me like lovely birthday messages, left comments on my page, um, sent encouraging messages. Uh, I, I I feel really good about being 32, even though we're dealing with a whole bunch of chaos in the world. I, I'm just really looking forward to what this um, next year has to offer. I know professionally, I have a lot of new and exciting like projects on the works or like under wraps. Um, legally, at least, um, I'm excited with um, stuff we're going to do with this podcast next year. And I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, even though the world is crazy right now and I couldn't celebrate my birthday the way the way in which I wanted to, I'm just, I'm really optimistic. Uh, I changed, so I, I think I talked about this on the last episode, I changed my diet and that has been a journey. So I've cut, so anybody that knows me knows that I really, really, really love juice, but the dangerous thing about juice is it has a lot of sugars in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm trying to cut like a lot of sugars and a lot of um, carbohydrates for my diet because uh, just because I'm trying to um, lose a couple of weight, some more weight because I have some work that I'm going to get done towards the end of next year. So I want to jump start that process. But it, this first week um, has been a little hard because uh, I've been a little bit moodier since I don't have like that sugar fix. Um, and it's straight like meat, vegetables, and then you know sometimes it might be a pasta or like some sauce and stuff. But like the main sugars that I was used to, and like I've cut chips out completely. I've now switched to snacking on raw almonds, which is an experience. Uh, it it's still some adjusting, but you know, <sighs> girl, I. I I love juice. I'll play with juice at some point later, but just for now, I'm just trying to get my body used to the habit of just having water, especially like with my meals and stuff, just having straight, like warm temperature water and just, but I'm not going to lie, bitch, it's hard. (laughs) Bitch, sometimes a bitch be wanting a chocolate glazed donut or a bitch, a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips. Like, it's, bitch, it's hard. Which is hard, and I've been um I haven't been eating after eight like so I, now I try to eat my dinners at like five or six in the evening. Oh okay, that's tea, bitch. That's tea. That's tea. I know that's difficult. That life change and like, I, there was a period where I lost a drastic amount of weight. Some of you will remember that know me and like, girl, I just admire you. That's dope. Like, it was uh I remember just just the commitment to that change of lifestyle. And to be honest. I ain't living that no more, but I, I remember those days, girl. And I do think 
it's it is it is an act of submission to really really go into yourself that way. So I respect you, bitch. It, that's something serious. I respect that for sure, for sure. So I guess I'll go into mine. Right. <clears throat> All right. So my week, guys, has been pretty good. Um, I've been making a lot of new connections. I crossed some big things that I want to um, wanted to get 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 into. I've I've kind of crossed some of that 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 stuff out. You know, I've, I'm putting myself in new positions in life. I'm meeting new people and forming new bonds. And all of that feels great. So this week has really been a kind of a stressful thing for me a little bit. And we'll talk more about COVID later. But for right this second, just thinking about family, knowing that, you know, so many people are losing family. Um, um, Wendy Williams' mother's passing kind of affected me or at least hearing of it. So apparently Wendy Williams' mom passed months ago and she, it leaked out to the, to the media and then she confirmed and she said, you know, she talked about this feeling of like, you know, the days and months, the days and weeks going by so fast and like because of the COVID, like her not wanting to really talk about it and I get it. And I didn't, she didn't say that her mom passed a COVID, but I just, because this is 2020, you can't put it past COVID. And I just was thinking about how everyone is just experiencing loss. And that was just, it made for a difficult day yesterday. But overall, my week has been good. I got some um, some exciting stuff coming up later in the week that I just can't wait to think about. I got some work I got to get done. I'm busy. Busy is good, but busy requires commitment. And I got to work on that. So yeah, that's my week. So uh, turning over, to, well, before we get to that, um, two things. We want to uh, make sure that you guys who support us and who are listening to us, uh, make sure you guys are rating and reviewing the episodes. We really um, love the engagement and we want to keep that up. Also, uh, for our new segment, the suggestion box, if you guys have any questions that you want to send into the show. I've I've had a lot of people... Um, send me questions in the DMs, like a reference to different topics or different letters. I highly suggest y'all email those to us so that we can actually read them on the show so we can um, spark discussion. Because now we're at a point in a podcast where I know, at least for me, I've talked about like a majority of the important topics that I wanted to talk about. Um, so I feel good with what we put out. So now I feel like it's is at the point where we can really have fun and we can really um, shake it up and it can be like icing on the cake. So if you guys have something that you want us to talk about or like a problem or something that you, you want to bring into the sister girl circle, um, write us, write us. For sure, for sure. Now, I don't know if I've talked about everything I want to talk about, but I think the beautiful part about our dynamic and the way this podcast works is I feel like we kind of vibe with each other and as the moment as we have our pre-production meeting it, it, we, we kind of get into what we both want to talk about and i respect that wholeheartedly and i i'm excited for new content too and girl like how you like you said now that we talked about the serious topics i love the idea that we can talk about fun things and kind of bring a little more lighthearted fare into it too because i think what's beautiful about our dynamic is is we key just as hard as we talk as we analyze you know what i mean right yeah so- so if you guys want to send those listener letters or um, topic suggestions, send them on over to the suggestion box at our email box 
number 512podcast at gmail.com. I'm about to spell it out. V-O-X-N-O number 512podcast at gmail.com. So make sure to send those things into us. And who knows, we might read your letter or your suggestion on the show and we might talk about it on Box Number 5 Podcast. That's dope. So transitioning to our um, our next topic, we just really want to talk about COVID because we are not, we are right now we're experiencing the second wave of COVID. It's definitely hitting home for me, as um, Samaya and I have uh, relatives, direct relatives to us that have either been impacted by COVID or they are essential workers and they are exposed to COVID on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I'm, let me say, I'm lucky to be in Virginia, even though it is a Southern state, it's blue right at this time. So the governor here has been pretty progressive with a lot of safeguarding us and putting rules in place. But for my brothers and sisters and, um, gender non-conforming siblings in the South, um, just seeing some of the videos and some of the the things that have come out of the South, it, it really concerns me because it's like COVID does not exist. I'm seeing large, on, on Facebook, I'm seeing lives of people, of large gatherings of people with no mask on, um, screaming, yelling at each other's faces. And just, you know, just being carefree and, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard this and this is once again, another platform saying it again, but like this thing, we are not out of COVID, like by a long shot. We and, are yeah, and it's like, I get people wanting to make money and I get that we need to make money, but it's just really concerning to me, especially in community, just seeing to me it's just kind of like if you have a business that's a different thing but if you're putting together this one-time event that can be canceled but you're having it i don't know it just seems reckless to me exactly there's a lot of recklessness and you know living in one of these states so i do live in one of those states where we have shout out to georgia on top of us having to deal with this election still going on and all of the infighting amongst our elected officials who are not concerned about this pandemic in the way that I feel like they should. Unfortunately, we're still wide open down here. There is not a lot of regulation being had. Initially, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of kind of, you know, pushback in different smaller towns and some of the liberal places, some of the people were trying to do their thing. But because there hasn't been top-down leadership, starting with our governor and his his refusal to make a mask mandate, we kind of are as one of those states that's like really wide open. And not only that, these establishments themselves are kind of left to local, to whether or not they want to pay a fine and break a local ordinance and as opposed to having a, a whole state mandate. So a lot of these businesses are just like, fuck it, we'll eat it. We're not going to adhere to the guidelines. We're not going to adhere to maybe even local ordinances. We're just going to do what we want to do. And because of that, this place is wide open. And like, I just feel, I wish that we were a little more concerned as a people down here. And this is really self-management. This is me talking to my community. Like, I am noticing that my own people 
and, and I want to speak to us because we're a community where a lot of us, because of the how hard it is to get access to healthcare, we cannot afford to be sick. And the idea that a lot of these community, so-called community organizations, and I'm calling y'all out, the idea that some of these clubs that say they love and care about community are not enforcing, even if you're going to be open, the idea that y'all not enforcing social distancing, nor are you encouraging your patrons to wear masks is deplorable to me. Yeah, it's been very much for the 99-2000 It is, it is. And it's just like, we have to care more about ourselves and our own because we're waiting on this flawed government structure to somehow all of a sudden give a, give a fuck about us as brown and black minority LGBT folk enough to care about our well-being. And so folks are waiting on the laws to determine their behavior when we know that 2,000 people a day are dying. We know that's a 9-11 type of event a day. We know that this week, this last week, COVID surpassed heart disease as the number one killer of Americans. Let's, let's, let's take that in, let's breathe all that in and take it out and realize that we are at war with something that we cannot see. And it is horrible that these organizations in particular are not really doing the best they can for us. And as a community, we should demand and expect more for ourselves. For sure, for sure. Yeah, we like we like we we have to be smarter, y'all. Like we ha- and we have to stop being selfish. We and I think this no shade. This is the, a symptom of being American. Like everybody's talking about this patriotism. No, but to be American is to be interested in self and um, selfish pleasure and we're we're kind of seeing that play out right now and i'm not talking about the essential workers who have to be out there i'm talking about the people going out to the club and shaking your ass and engaging in escapism and not doing so safely or thinking oh this is not going to impact me and it's just like sis what what you do what my neighbor does ultimately does impact me exactly it does and to think that and to think that the things that you do aren't a part of a larger ecosystem to me is hubris. It is the essence of hubris. It is the essence of carelessness and recklessness. And I get that we have to work. I get, I mean, this is not speaking out for those that have to go to work. This is not talking about for those that are having to do what they have to do to make money. I'm speaking to those people that for pleasure and leisure are just taking unnecessary risk because you just refuse to sit down for a few months. That's crazy to me. Yeah, so I just... I want to send my my thoughts and prayers to the people on the front lines, to the yeah. essential workers. January twentieth cannot get here fast enough for me. Girl, I feel like I am crawling to January twentieth. Matter of fact, January when is the Georgia run off? Like the fifth or the seventh? That date can't get here fast enough because like the Trump administration and all of these people that are supporting Trump and playing. Trump politics, they don't give a damn. They don't. They are literally letting us die to prove a point. And I did like, I just need leadership because even with the businesses that need to make money, as a country, just generally, we have enough money that if we truly live in a capitalistic society, then we know what we have to do. We have to pay people to stay home. And we can do that. But it's just people are choosing to let to let the have not suffer. Um, 
at the expense of like insulating the wealthy and protecting them and oh it's not affecting us so like i said january 20th cannot get here fast enough because i need some new leadership i need some new direction and i at least need this COVID 19 thing to get to a point where it's manageable i don't i don't believe we'll be at a point where we will be able to cure anything or to uh just eradicate it completely but i do think it could be managed but it starts from the top down exactly exactly and i feel like as a people we have to learn to expect more of our leadership and like i just in general like and i mean i'm talking about inner community leaders i'm talking about at these balls at these events at these functions like we have to as a community actually get to the place where we give a fuck about ourselves and 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 we can self-police that's what's most important to me. Like, I, I, the idea that we still having these unsafe ass events is just gagging. It's, it is, it's just gagging. And I guess that's why I'm still on that. It's gagging to me. We know what we're dealing with, and yet we're still making a choice to, like, just be lackadaisical in what we expect from ourselves, our community, our leadership, our, our elected officials. Like, y'all, we got to get crunk because our community, let's be real, we set the trend. We set the tone. We set the vibe. And everybody th follows us. So, like, these trends that y'all wearing, these little, like, clear-ass face masks with, no, with nothing under it, girl, that's not doing nothing. And it's also, it looks trendy, and people follow what we do, and they share what we do, and they steal from us. And I feel like if we tighten the fuck up and make mask-wearing something okay and use our creativity to make it make it fashionable, and then if we, as a community, show how you can have classy, fierce, creative-ass events that aren't required that you are jammed next to each other without masks, bitch, we would set trends that would then go on and they would get stole from us and we could possibly help the spread of this just by setting the trends like we do. So let's, let's, let's think higher as a community, for real, for real. So we are going to transition into our larger topic for today. So for our larger topic, uh, it's going to encapsulate uh, many subtopics, but overall, I just wanted to have a conversation on uh, like sex and like trans feminine sexual pleasure. Uh -huh. and, and I know for me personally, um, my how I have reconciled my identity through like porn and the type of porn that I watch, and I I think I I want this is like this is going this is not going to be a heavy conversation like it's definitely going to be fun and it's going to be a key key. But for me, I know it was important for me to have this particular conversation um, in the vein of me as a tr a black trans woman, a non black trans woman like having autonomy over my body, having autonomy over my narrative. And a large piece of that is my sexuality, right? And my sexuality, how I see myself like in porn, how I use porn as a tool, and just how, um, at least within these last couple of years, how it's been um, very liberating for me, and we are we are a very sex positive um, platform. Um, so it's gonna this con. So the the broad conversation is um, black trans feminine um, um, sexuality, but it's gonna be a 
a couple of different conversations housed in here that I'm really excited about. I don't know how this is going to go because um, we didn't pre-plan this or rehearse this. We're just going to um, let the conversation <laughs> develop organically. But um, I, ju I just really feel like um, as Black trans women, so many times our sexuality is objectified or we're performing sexuality in a way through the gaze of men and what men like that we don't, we rarely get the space and the time to develop um, how things feel for us, what does this mean for us, and how, you know, how do I get in control uh, about my pleasure, and what does that look like? Because we live in a world where um, we are going to erase um, Black trans. We don't want you to exist in the public sphere, so when we're living so oppressed, where is the time for our pleasure? Mm. So I, I want to start with this first conversation, now we're seeing an influx of celebrities on the OnlyFans platform. And because this, this is an audience of that centers trans women, Black trans women, I will assume that most of our audience knows what OnlyFans is. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> we don't, we don't have to educate or do the background. Oh, no, girl. Let's <laughs> we're talking to ourselves, man. Right. <laughs> And our community has, and we know OnlyFans, we, it's a part of our community. It's a part of our culture at this point. It is. It's like, it's like, it's like back page on steroids, basically. Yes. Yeah, Shout out to Craigslist shutting down because I think maybe it was for a while, the community was shook as bitch. Oh, girl, when Miss Craigslist got shut down, girl, when Miss well, Backpage... I hope they bring Craigslist back and we, we will have that conversation, I hope, soon, but I hope that... Craigslist. I remember. I'm bitch. I was listening to one of our conversa our old episodes, and how we, you were talking about how you had the best pieces of your life from the Yahoo groups or whatever platform. Yes. Bitch, I had the best pieces of my life when I was on Craigslist, girl. Had my that's, <laughs> that, that's another conversation for another. Like the the best sex of my life. But anyway. See, Craigslist for me was where I ran into like the extra kink. It was <laughs> mm. that was when Mama wanted to play rudely, bitch. <laughs> I, I had to this day the type of pieces and experience I've had on Craigslist. The pieces that I come across now, they don't measure up. But hopefully, once Biden gets in office, they can um, get rid of Sesta Foster and the girls can have their fun again. But now we we're seeing like this influx of celebrities on OnlyFans. Um, so most recently, who I saw, who really isn't an A-list celebrity, but he's been on TV for from Black in Chicago. Um, <coughs> and the reason I bring him up is because I'm really attracted to him. So, um, and he had like a scandal where somebody leaked his. Um, he had a new video where he showed his meat and he turned around and he showed his cheeks. So I was like, "Oh, you got oh. this type of pieces." So he he here for the shit. Who's this now? His name is Four. He's dark skin. He do tattoos. He a rapper. It's called, like Four. Like how is it spelled? P H O R. He because you know I'm looking on my. <laughs> right. Um. Who so he, <laughs> yeah, so he just announced that he's coming out with an OnlyFans. So you know, I commented on his Instagram because I follow him on Instagram. I'm like, so are we showing like me on there or not? Nah? Because like, but 
most of these celebrities that are doing these OnlyFans and that are coming into like a sex worker space is this um is this <laughs> like do you have meat or not? Right. No, I need to bitch because I'm not paying I'm not paying twenty, thirty dollars to see you do tattoos or to see Girl. you chest up from the shirt. I'm just not doing that. I'm just not I'm not doing that when there are actual sex workers that I actually pay for our OnlyFans that are that produce quality work that are actually engaging in sexual activities that are actually doing scenes with other um, performers and really really putting on a show i'm not paying only charging like 10 or 8 dollars like girl bye and all of the, a lot of these celebrities are like queer baiting especially the men they're yes it's like they're we can talk about how that impacts the, the lgbt culture for real right. they're queer baiting acting like they're going to show me and show boss or show them and the only one who really shows themselves carrying is tiger which and, and, uh, and safari yeah which i'm not paying for that because your your me pics were already leaked so it's that like part, that part right. so <laughs> I, it's and every time he put up a video it leaked right it's so it's no and I just I like it's cute that the celebrities is on there, but it's all like it's performative because you're you're acting like you're an ally with sex workers or you're here for the sex worker thing, but you really just here to make money and then put put out subpar content or not even put out content at all. So and let's get into the read of it. So we live in a world where there was a time when you even thinking to want to be empowered enough to want to be naked on the computer was shame. Right. I remember the times when we would shame women, when women, particularly black trans women, would have their careers taken from them because they were actively expressing. And still could. And still can. But I'm saying, I remember when it proliferated in the world that it was taboo to be in the community that now everyone thinks is cute. And the idea now that and don't get me wrong COVID is real the world is real people got to do what they got to do to survive and i'm not judging no sex worker man woman duck a dog baby y'all do what y'all want to do however i want to say we need to make sure we remember that the least of these some of these people with all kinds of like lewd act charges and stuff they're doing the same things that y'all are doing now for content but they were doing it to survive and now because of OnlyFans and this like culture of like pornography being very prolific, which is fine because bitch, I live. I just want us to remember that while y'all celebrities is on here trying to like drive up the cost of admission to these OnlyFans and y'all bringing y'all asses on there. And I don't want to call her name, but there was a particular Caucasian white woman. Yes, yes, y'all. And she said she was going to get on the um, on OnlyFans and she teased that she would be showing her breasts and other things or whatever. Now, I believe in a woman's right to consent and revoke that consent. But sis, you can't charge that money saying that's what you're going to do and then people buy it and they don't. You know why? Because then Twitter enacts policies that changes and makes it harder for the, the people that you say you're standing with to make their money. And so shame on these celebrities sometimes for coming into communities when it's trending, but turning their back on sex workers and the sex worker laws that would protect the people they say they're standing with. Now, I would love to see Safari now marching at sex worker rallies and attending sex worker events because you're a sex worker, boo. If you want to have the benefits of the community, why not participate? For all of the people, the man, I mean, all of the women and, and the cis hetero men that are, like you said, gay baiting, 
I would love if you would stand by your gay brothers who are really holding it down in the gay male porn industry. I would like for you to stand with them, Safari. But we, but we, know, but right we know that they're not going to do that because for them, it's all about the quick, the quick cash. The quick that part, bitch. They're not, they're not going to, they're not going to do that. It's all about the shock value. It's all, and it's n- nothing about it is speaks to their longevity. They, them wanting to have longevity with mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I'm, I'm just. I, I, for me, I'd rather pay for an OnlyFans subscription for somebody that is, like, a legit, like, performer. And No Shade is is actually, for people that are in that profession, it's actually an art to it. And it's actually, like, you can tell the performers that they, like, it's a technique or, you know, whatever is going on. And not just in them having sex, but just how they market and promote themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Can we just take a moment, girl, to just address how, like, the benefit of sex work for our community? Because, bitch, when I tell you it is so empowering, one, let me tell you. So I remember a time before internet where trying to view yourself and your image as a trans woman in porn meant you really going to some seamy places, dealing with all kinds of shit to get what you needed to get. And it was still considered like all kinds of risks to even be exposed to porn that showed your face. So with the advent of the internet, shout out to the early porn stars, shout out to the pre-internet porn stars, Lisa Kitchen, my auntie, shout out to you international porn star. Um, If y'all want to know a bitch that was bad and she would love for me to tell you right now, her name was Angel Harris. And baby, T.S. Angel Harris was the move back in the day. So y'all check her out. And my husband said that was what turned him on to the girl. And she ended up being my auntie and he met her. But anyway, that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story for another time. The way you say and he met her on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, listen. The, the cycle continues, bitch. But I live for my auntie. And I, I, so I have an appreciation for sex workers as human beings because my entire life has been nurtured by women that did do that. My, aunt, my, my own mother was a sex worker and would still turn one if she needed to the very end. Bitch. So my trans mother, um, you know, I'm not gonna name names in this case, but the point is, is my community is sex working. But what I find phenomenal about Twitter is, and particularly, well, not Twitter per se, but OnlyFans and the Twitter content is, it allows the girls to be able to get off of that old white patriarchal system that the porn industry was that only selected certain type of girls that only allowed certain girls and then they would let them do scenes for $500 and then that would be that and they would you signed your rights away in perpetuity and you couldn't get no residuals and you just had to go live with the fact that there was that video footage out and you may have gotten some weed with that but it's not a lot of money so I just respect the fact that Twitter has allowed the girls to be able to be entre motherfucking preneurs. I love that you can charge a small amount for just a 10, a five, 10 minute video. And by the time 300 people or 500 people pay, pay 10 and $12, you now have been able to make enough money to pay your rent that month. I just live for the idea that there are more strategies for survival that don't require that you be out on the street, that also don't require that you be having to deal with a bunch of strangers. Now, shout out to the girls that content do include the guys. Y'all have improved my life drastically with my um, porn living because, uh, to be honest, 
y'all make it possible for me to see real shit, real porn with real niggas that look and be like what we get. And I think y'all also have brought awareness to the fact that we just define the fine. So I respect what OnlyFans has done for our community, but I just want to say shout out to the porn, porn people and y'all folks that's out here really hustling. The hustlers, shout out to you because this is a way for you to really, really not be risky. I mean, like if you did, even if you didn't want to deal with people, you can be in your home masturbating like you would anyway and, right. and, and make money and have, and, and be creative. And I've, I've seen girls do really, really creative things, just even the way they edit their videos. So shout out to the community. I, I see you and OnlyFans is dope to me. And, and then it turned yeah, me on, it it turned on. So shout out to y'all. Yeah, it's dope to me too. And I know me personally as a porn watcher, I prefer the realistic and like not produced You know that's the thing. Right. And I like OnlyFans because it's like, you know, we all appreciate like a body with like a six pack and pe- like that's not and like in my real life I have pulled niggas that look like that. But girl, I, for me, especially that for ain't me, what I, like, we want, though. I, mean, I prefer to see real male bi- bodies, a little gut, bitch, a little bitch, a, if it's a fat boy, just a little nub. For a girl that loves a thickum. I was always over porn. There was very little porn that absolutely turned me on. No shade. Like traditional real porn that ever turned me on because there was nothing. There was no one that had the... I, I like a thicker. So right. I actually prefer my men to be a little juice juice. And what, and not me not seeing that really was just disappointing. And so shout out to OnlyFans too because now I can really get specific in what I like. And shout out to my, to my chubs out there. Right, no, and it's a lot of people like really do, or like you know, I do, I do like them tall and skinny with heavy meat. You know when you know when I'm. That's not nice, don't get me wrong, bitch. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. Not. Tall and skinny men typically work with my body type because because I'm a bigger girl, and you know, so I just yeah, it, I just like I me I like realistic bodies, especially. <laughs> No, I, no, I'm saying I like realistic bodies. No, 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 I'm just chuckling, girl, because this is conversation is very revealing, girl. No, 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 I'm just, like, muscular bodies are fine. It's no shade to them, but, like, everybody does not look like that. Everybody does not, you know, give that, and I just feel... Everybody don't want that, because that's not what I... No shade. No shade. Shout out to my thick... If you muscular, you still got to be thick. I don't even like... I like... I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I like... I like all the creases, bitch. So it's for me. It's not. It's no shade. Like, I, and I'm. That's why I'm glad I see what I actually like in real life on the computer now. Right, and it's because we because we can the the best from like porn court, and they get to pick what is desirable, and they get to, and we can kind of like like um, go away from that, and then go directly to the people that are given what the people want to see, and it's realistic. I just. For me, visually, I like that. So, I'm here for OnlyFans. I'm I'm here for not the celebrities on OnlyFans. I'm here for the actual sex workers that are taking their craft seriously, that are putting out content. Me personally, I'm not paying for no OnlyFans if you have less than a hundred videos, and it's no shade. <laughs> it's been a, bitch, it's been a couple of times, girl. I have subs- um subscribed to folks OnlyFans, bitch. 
and you click it and it's only like 20 it's like 15 dollars and they got 20 videos or this is how they really turn it on only fans <laughs> you'll pay the it'll be over 100 videos but all of the videos the clips will be like 40 seconds <laughs> now that's the same girl. Right. That's my girl. How you oh, and girl, this the game that you right. play with the content girl and that's this is what they got on their page. It's the same clips that be on free Twitter. Bitch, that's my boy. If this is the ones that be on their page, bitch, like, be, it'll already be on their timeline. You like girl, girl. You won't be getting my <laughs> subscription over the girl. I go right to the thing and hit do not renew, bitch. Oh like, no. But you know point. what? I've heard some horror stories. And I just, the reason why I never charge is because I, I've never paid for it is because no shade. I know I'm going to, if I really want what I really want to see, you're going to, I'm going to see it, bitch. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an investigator on this internet, girl. So, bitch, I don't be wanting to have to pay for shit. And I, when, if I, it's different if you pay a one-time fee, but monthly, I really got to trust you. Like, like there thing- have to be something to really turn me. And I haven't really been turned yet. But the thing is, like, I don't mind paying if it's for a particular performer that I really like or I you know me like I like their style of content or I like what like I just bought somebody's OnlyFans and he's like this bigger this bigger queer guy and like he only <laughs> this bigger queer black guy and he and he mostly types but he only does videos with like other men of size and I'm and I was just like, bitch, I haven't seen this before. And I like, like, visually, like, this is like another flavor I need to add to my gumbo. And his video, like, his videos is nice. But um, let me tell you. So I have discovered that with OnlyFans, and this is so different than other things, because of the community aspect, whereas before there was like this power distance between you and your favorite star or your favorite porn star. I love the fact, too, that, like, if you wanted to, you there's a way for you to access and have communications with that person, and y'all can, between two consenting adults, agree to have sex. And I love that the girls are able to double up on their, on their funds as far as, like, you and this grown man, y'all having y'all encounter, but then you, you know, getting his permission to, to, like, film it. You know, I see a lot of the girls doing the features with, like, the mask, and then they put that content online. Like, low-key, that is very, very smart because it allows you, one, to have two streams of income, but then also it allows you to be able to really, like, like, like make money in a way that I feel like is longer term. So, shout out to OnlyFans, bitch. This but low-key, low some of them niggas, niggas need to be filmed because some of them men, are, those, the ones that are um, getting filmed, getting slayed with the mask on, those are the ones that can't pay. So it's just like, girl, since you're not paying me on the front end, I'm going to get paid on the back end, girl, by selling the recording and selling this video, bitch. Right. And then no shit, everybody wins. So now it's now it gives an opportunity for girls that if you just, just want to carry with this man, it's like, all right, put this mask on because I'm going to make this money. And he cheap. <laughs> exactly. And he cheap or he ain't got no money and he just want to come over and get slayed. Okay, cool. Let's film that. And then I'll make my money. And then, And I love the fact that it allows a different form of exchange that doesn't necessarily require like even these escort sites to take a fee or like you know what I mean? Right. Like it lets the girls really get it done. So yes, I, I live for what is going for our community. I live for the people. Shout out to all of my hustlers, male, female, gender by non-binary, everybody in between. Right. I shout out to everybody. I love all of my non- matter of fact, let's talk about this, sis. 
let's talk about how really who's killing it on OnlyFans. And I just want to speak for myself. Like, I am excited about the fact that there are so many different types of men on there. And as a woman that likes men, I don't really want to see a lot of women in my porn. So I often watch gay porn. Oh, girl, we, no, actually, we were going to get to that conversation, bitch. So go, oh. go ahead. Go, because I was going to turn the mirror on me. But since, she, since you're there, girl, go ahead. Since I turned it on myself first. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go, go ahead. Bitch, I live for porn that is so so then for me also i'm very into solo i'm into watching men really appreciate themselves but i'm also into watching like the communal there's something weird for me about the communalness and the vulnerability of two men enjoying sex, a sexual experience with each other I feel the same way yes I, and it's just i don't know it's just it's something about that just, just, just like that vulnerability, seeing men being able to be vulnerable in that way with each other, it's just oddly like, it's kind of in a weird way comforting because it's like, there are people out here that are allowing themselves to explore. But can I be honest, for yeah. the longest time after I transitioned, I, I had difficulty reconciling me still liking to watch gay porn. Really? Me actualizing myself as a woman. Which is ironic, bitch, because the first time I came across gay porn, like, as a youth, <coughs> was um, one of my uncle's girlfriends had, like, a gay porn tape. And she had one of the gay porn tapes, which was, that had the gay black men from the 80s, like, with the jerry girls, and they was all greasy. Like, uh -huh. she had one of, that was, that was my first time ever seeing gay porn, was from a black cis woman. And what the world and what women know that men probably don't know <laughs> is that if you like dick and balls and, and dick and balls and men and chest and hair and all of that, having two men with dick that's so now it's two dicks, four balls, you right. know, what I'm like, like it's all of that compounded. So if I don't really, if I'm not, if my attraction necessarily isn't towards um, a woman per se. I can now have an encounter where I still get all of the sex, all of the intimacy, and none of the pussy. And that, for me, is affirming in a weird way. And I just enjoy men enjoying themselves, period. In whatever way they enjoy themselves, because my sexuality is very male-focused, I enjoy men enjoying themselves with each other, by themselves, in the woods. You know, just being free. Like, that's kind of cool to me. As long as it's not, like, I feel like too predatory tea, or I don't like... I definitely like my men to be older. I like daddies. I like grown ass men. I like men that I, I know, I know, I know, and it's shady to say, but I know you got responsibilities and you don't have no business, but yeah. I appreciate you sharing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know as I have gotten old and I guess, I, I guess once I adopted the queer identity in addition to my, so like, for me, like watch, and particularly, I prefer like black um, men, black yeah. gay men, or whatever. What is your what is your what is your? Let me ask this because you know you never actually said what your taste was. So I want you to actually get that. Well, that's the thing. That, at where I'm at with my sexuality now, I have many tastes. So like, I go with how I feel. Like some days I want to see the gay porn, and like now I don't like like the gay like like remember like back in the 2000s like that whole homo thug era oh, like, i really yeah. don't live for that like i don't like when men be calling themselves niggas or be acting extra hard i'm gonna be honest 
I really live for seeing black men carry on OnlyFans or like if a white studio has like multiple black performers and they because when white gay men carry with each other, they carry in a way where they're not like performing these like gender roles is all about pleasure. Yeah. It's like they're not being like hard and aggressive with each other. It's like the way that they sensual. Right, it's more central. And then when you have black men who work for those white companies that like, especially the black on black scenes, they be more central in a way that these black companies don't let their performers be. And I really like that. But back to your question, bitch, bitch one day I might feel like watching um, like the gay porn. Another, I'm really into trans men porn, particularly trans men. Yes! And I like to see, I like to see trans men of color, like in gay scenes, and not with cis gay men. But and you really can only get that really good. Used, Tumblr used to have her little community, but now you can really only really get that on Twitter good. Like, no shade. Like, the way you really need it. But, and I can't lie, the only straight porn I really like watching is like interracial gangbangs. Oh. And why? <laughs> I mean, to be honest. Because when the men... Like, that's a lot of dick, bitch. Well, not even a lot of dick, but if you hey bitch, pay attention to how they be talking to each other. Like the way that they be talking and be like they be hey, encouraging each other, bitch. It sounds really like <laughs> it sounds like really homoerotic. Or it sounds like they be having with each other like off the set. Like if you really Oh, because all of the moans. Right. The mo- or not even the moan, just how they be like coaching each other, like go, get her, get her. And then like the little different like gay positions that they do with the double. <laughs> Like, it looked really queer to me. And then, girl, let's get into this last part. Now, it's taken me a long time to get into, like, porn with trans women. And let me explain that process. Oh, no, bitch. I live for that, too, now. Yes, ma'am. But for the longest time, I think, because of my internalized transphobia, I didn't want to see that on screen. Yeah. I would purposely, like, be, like, averse to seeing trans woman porn. Now I have gotten to the point where I can watch it, but I'm not watching for the trans one because I'm not attracted to women. So like for me, if I I'm not really catching your solo features. Right. So yeah, no solo. So for me, <laughs> when I like so when I see like, I don't, like as much as now I like dick, but as much as I like dick for trans women, when I hear a feminine voice, don't it seize you up, bitch? Yeah, I see the skin when I see the hair. And I had to explore that. I'm like, well, am I attracted to trans? Like, it, am I, is the reason that I hate watching this type of porn is because I'm attracted to trans women. And but when I explored it, I'm like, no, I'm not attracted to um, trans women. It's just, it's just, I don't, I don't like seeing it or, it's not that I'm not, attra- it's, I'm not, anti-trans because I'm attracted to trans, uh, anti-trans porn because I'm attracted to trans women. I think I was so anti-trans porn because I was I didn't like myself as a trans person. Or I was- Yes, now you talking real, sis. Now that's it. When I got to the place where I didn't think that seeing all of that on one body was horrible, then I, I could identify with the performer and that allowed right. me to be able to appreciate trans porn in a way where it's not her. Like, I can identify and relate and, like, yes, ma'am, girl, get him, bitch. You know, like, it becomes a different dynamic because I can, I can, I, 
in the way that I'm assuming everybody else is in porn, but in trans porn, like you say, I had this phobia of watching it. And then I had to really realize like, what did that mean? Like, why am I so scared of it? And then it wasn't that I was scared of it. It was, I was repulsed by it because I thought that that was horrible on me. Exactly. And, or, and I didn't, didn't want to be able to relate with that body. I wanted to be able to relate to cis women. I would be more likely to watch straight porn than I would trans porn because I was scared uh, not necessarily scared. I just was truly like genuinely it had a reaction. But when confronting that, like you said, Brianna, you realize as you age and get more comfortable with your body, you live for the fact that there are people that live for your body. And then you can appreciate seeing people that are like you slaying these niggas. Because then now it's not like I am something that I have to hate. It's like, I love me, a bitch. And you better handle him, bitch. Because I will, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. For me, it's just I can relate to the performers and I do enjoy um, trans porn and, you know, not without without talking too much, girl, I enjoy it from, for relationships too. Or like, oh yeah, I, I think that porn should be a part of sex because it allows you to really learn your partner in a way that is very vulnerable. And if you already are having sex with the person, that means y'all already showing each other the, 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 the no-nos, bitch. So let's not act shame here. I would love to know what, what is your kink? What turns you on? And I feel like being open to that has allowed me to be so much more comfortable and settled even in my relationships because now that shit is not something that we ever have to feel like is horrible or shameful or something that is because it's like we're grown we're two grown adults now I do believe you know we have our levels of disclosure but because we talking to each other in community in this phone and this podcast you know I don't mind telling y'all girls like you need to be comfortable with yourself too sexually in order for you to be really able to really show up presently in a relationship. And I know we have our dysphorias, but I do think that there should be more teaching in our community around self-love because it can create this really trauma, it can make sex a very traumatizing experience and one that some people don't find pleasurable outside of money. I can't tell you how many girlfriends do things sexually for money and then feel bad and then kind of have like this little bit of self-loathing that they did this encounter and then they judge the men that did it with them because they at the end of the day it focuses on their own internalized hate that our community perpetuates because we keep saying you should oh that's gross like why is it gross to see your sister naked if you especially if she's a porn star that's consenting to it and she's not your like best friend now i can see you saying a friend but like if you do, if you're experiencing a trans woman naked and she's being intimate with, with a partner, why is that repulsive to you if you say you will love yourself? And particularly if you're engaging in those encounters anyway, for money or for not. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I know. For me, it was easier to watch trans porn. And like I said, I don't get the inkling for, because for me, it's not enough men. <laughs> but I was easier to watch it when I was able to identify myself in the porn and I imagine that I'm the girl in the porn. And two, because of things like OnlyFans and Twitter, there are a lot, and T.S. Madison, what she represents, there are a lot of thick um, um, trans women that have been able to come through and create like the T.S. Eves. And Can the, I tell you that T.S. Madison and T.S. Eve are some of my favorites? T.S. Madison and T.S. Eve to me before OnlyFans were the girls that were really bringing you the real niggas. Right. Yes. I, I love Maddie's porn, and I love how she carries on with her men. I love for the whole thing, sis. And I, I love how, like, so for me, I don't watch, like, for me, I'm the type of girl in the bedroom, I don't need porn 
because you know I'm very you know I'm very confident with what I can do but if I have a partner and I sense that they want to watch porn the first thing I'm turning to is T.S. Madison or I ah, come on sis yeah, she, first, she gonna get it done bitch right because like I like I need I like to have that level of transparency or especially if it like some people when you have with them some people are naturally going to be hard and be able to perform but if some guys that are have got trans amorous men that are heavy into porn like they're going to need that and if porn is an element of their sex life they're going to need that and it's nice to if you are attracted to me then you will be attracted to T.S. Madison because we're both um, heavy set like a girl so I think that's Madison shout out to her and I know she's done work on so many levels since then and this is not right. to, this is an appreciation of you sis like no shade even before when you were big dick bitch miss thing I all the niggas know, knew who you were I uh, yes ma'am and we live and so to see your rise and your ascension to to where you are now it's just such an honor to watch you build not and it was and not that there's nothing wrong with what you did girl and I wish you would put out more content no shade but you know, I respect that. It's, so, it's so many girls. It's so many other girls that she's birth, like she's indirectly birthed, that are holding it down and doing their thing, bitch. Um, uh, don't nobody do it like Maddie, bitch. No shade. Yeah, but um, now I can now, like I said, trans women porn is not my top tier. Every now and then, I'll get a take, but. I still don't, I can't watch like trans, the, when the trans woman gangbang the woman, that's too much trans woman in the world. <laughs> too much, too much she needed. Right, and I don't like to see the trans girls wearing each other out. Like, it's no shade to the trans. <laughs> that's, that's no, just, wait, wait. And I don't mean to laugh because I know some of us right. actually live for a good slayage from a girl, but bitch. That's just not my ministry. Like, I, <laughs> that is not my ministry, like, girl. To me, that's the equivalent of watching like the regular cis hatch porn and the cis woman is like going off singing and doing like doing all them that them like to me like that them feminine voice and the trills and all that that's too much for me that's too like, like i like i like men like i like to hear men men's voice voices yes i need testosterone in the building girl but I, I, th- I really feel like my open openness with talking about like my porn journey and me reconciling my gender, like just like I, I can still be a trans woman that still is sexually turned on by so many different things. Um, I don't know. I think it came. I think it's coincided. No shade. I'm kind of a cartoon girl too, bitch. I live for a good, uh, you know, a good visual girl. <laughs> Mama, no, but I feel, I feel like it's coincided with um, I don't know, just my person, like just my personal, m- my mission to like um, like have autonomy over my body, especially in the bedroom, and making sure that I'm engaged. I really feel like if I wasn't a lawyer, like I would want a um, a career as like a sex therapist because yeah. I, I feel like. I feel like people, especially we're a community that deals, that interfaces with men a lot. And like, I feel like I deal with so many, let me say this, because. <laughs> no, that, girl, I'm just, I'm, girl, I'm just happy. Please baby, no matter. Because like in the queer community, we have to do stuff in secret all the time. Uh-huh. When it comes to sex, it really steals our voice, like in sex. And I'm a big person, like during sex, like 
making noises, making a sound, or even if you're not like a noise or sound person, like saying like what you like and what you don't like. Like what, like what do you, and like a lot of times with like cis men, it's like they'll kind of like perform this masculinity where they want you thinking that they're this mega top, but then the whole time girl, they want you to wear oh. their cakes out, but they will never say it. They kind of want you, they kind of want to play Cover that. that they want their ass played with. Right. They kind of want to play this game where you magically like get coaxed in it, to that place and they never say it. And Miss Thing, I'm like Iyala in the, the bedroom. I'm like, Miss Thing, give it sound. Like, and <laughs> no, you give it sound. Like, give it sound. Say, like, say what you want. Call body parts, body say parts. With your chest. Right. With what your you chest. Want, but because our culture is so like in the secrets or pushed to the shadows and because we have to hook up or we're in the situations where we're engaging in sex because we in somebody else's house some of us are seeking sex in public areas you don't really get to talk and communicate and say what you want and i know my personal mission like i'm like i said i'm not having sex now like i'm not having sex with other people um, during the pandemic because like safety is key and niggas why but like, <laughs> for real but when I like as a black trans woman it's important for me to negotiate well not even negotiate to demand my sexual pleasure in the bedroom and it's my is my purpose to make sure I get an orgasm every time that's not up for debate it's not up for discussion and I want to know what you like and you need to uh and like there needs to be communication because I feel to me that's what keeps me safe. That's what I feel keeps me safe in the interaction because mm-hmm. I don't want no Dr. Jekyll, Mr. High after they bust their nut and then they act like they don't know where they at or they get violent. <laughs> like no, I need you to be present in the sexual experience and I need you to actually like trans bodies. There's so many guys yes, that yes, we tolerate it. They don't. They hate trans bodies, but they want to have sex with trans people. Come on and say that thing, sister, because that is the truth. You know, it took me so many fucking years for me to finally love myself enough to demand that a man love me physically, spiritually, and sexually. Right. Like, it took so much for me to really be like, okay, girl, and still, while you looking in the mirror, finding flaws, you are wasting negative energy on yourself and you are really never going to be a different person. You literally, no matter how many surgeries you get, no matter what you do, are going to be the same bitch. And if you don't figure out how to love yourself, even before, during, and after a process, love doesn't just show up magically the day you finish your last surgery. And you have to really get to that place where even before, even if I am in a state of transition and I'm not where I want to be, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and look at and find that bitch sexy as fuck. If you want to be able to really be the sex goddess you can be and, and appreciate and enjoy sex. There were so many sexual encounters in my youth in particular that I feel like were primarily focused on me performing for some man. And getting a short end of the stick. And always getting short. And also feeling like that was kind. Feeling like that right. was the fish. Like even, even before I transitioned, girl, I thought that I was just supposed to take it, and that was that. Girl, and but like, then brag about it like you was that girl. And don't get me wrong. Shout out to my girls out here that that, that are that 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 don't live, don't want 
this is not your conversation, you probably can just click off at this moment and come back. Or, girl, this probably is your conversation, and while you're bottoming, he still needs to make sure you orgasm. But there are some girls that don't want it. That's those ones I'm talking to. The ones that ain't talking about butt. You don't want bust on that bitch. This ain't your conversation. Bitch, <laughs> girl, good luck and keep your eye on the prize. I mean, because what you're not gonna do is slay me, wear me, doll, listen that, and the third bitch, and then I walk out of here. Mama sitting and walk out of here, and you have not paid tribute to the queen. And oh, I, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna do it, honey. Oh, you're gonna pay tribute to the queen because Miss Thing. I and now I, realize that that's like he said. I am. It, it is a real barrier for a nigga that want to come and be selfish, that want to play the DL game. When you tell them, and you're going to make sure I get mine, because now it makes them put think about this dynamic of there's an expectation that I perform also. Bitch, it's not just me going to bust a nut with her. I have to also perform, and I feel like we need to demand that of ourselves. But that comes with self love. And the shade is when you come from that perspective where you're you're just expecting to be used, the first time that somebody tries to pleasure, like you treat him like he's shit. Like you push you like fucking him up for the next bitch because right, you, you push him away or you gay because you want to do that. And I and then by the time you act by the time I actually got to somebody that, that did the shit and it felt good, I'm like. Well, bitch, I done wasted all these time with these fuck niggas that were wasting my, like, and, like, it, it makes you, it makes you feel like you wasted all this time because the, the men knew that they were supposed to pleasure you. Like, and let me also challenge this myth. I want to rebuke in the name of Jesus, the community myth that you busting a nut is something masculine. I also want to knock that shit down that it's going to fuck up your being a boss bitch. That's what it's called. Or that is gonna fuck up your hormones. Like that is a stupid ass myth that has progressed for so many years. And if you really, really or realize nut out the mom. <laughs> girl, that is the most foolish shit I have ever heard. But I wanna speak to because I know some much more mature women than me that still feel that way. I don't want you to know that that is some dumb shit and you need to start looking up on the computer before we talk or pour that well, toxin into these babies. Well, that's that is, a girl. It does not make sense. If you are taking your hormones every day if it's a pill, or if you are regularly giving yourself an injection. How the fuck do you think an endocrine system works? Do you really think that that thing you're putting in your bloodstream or your digestive system is going to speed out in your pee or ejaculate? Like, that is insane to me. And, like, that to me is what is crazy. But also, the idea that if you're constantly on a hormone regimen, that you're under by a doctor that is just, that is catered to your needs, or even if you're not, but, like, you're on regular hormones, even if you did nut it out, bitch, you're popping one the next morning. What the fuck is you think this is? This is not like uh, that your body, the human body does not work that way. And I just want to just like, because I know that there's people out here denying themselves sexually because they think I don't want to bust a nut. Look it up on the computer. And I've been, that, I've been that girl in my younger years. I ain't even going to sit here and lie. I've but for my older girl saying it, that's stupid. For my younger girl, <laughs> just, just uninformed this. Go and look that shit up. Girl, that is not true. Girl, let the moans out. Have an orgasm, girl. Feel good about yourself, bitch. I promise. And then continue to take your blockers as needed. Right. <laughs> like, girl, don't, don't, let's not act like. Like, life is too hard for us to not be having good orgasms. I'm sorry. Life uh, is nuts. Pleasure. <laughs> we need pleasure somewhere. <laughs> we need to be demanding that of these men that are trying to share our time and share our space. And they know what they need to do. 
Yeah, and I just want to shout out again. If you, if anything we said just made you feel dysphoric, this wasn't for you. Please click off because these are for the women that are saying, no matter where I'm at in my process, beginning, middle, or end, I want to enjoy my sex life. And if you're not enjoying your sex life for something that you really want to just uphold, that is your ministry, girl. It is not mine. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forth with the team bus nut. That's me. I'm trying to get mine when I'm ready to have sex. Because I'm not wasting the energy, time, primping, all of that shit I do to make, preparing, all of that shit that I do to get myself together for me to walk up out of here feeling away. No, I'm a human and I have biological fucking needs. And if we're fucking, oh, mama's getting hers if she can more than once. And no one way, bitch. The best sex that I've ever had in life always start with the guy asking me, what are the things that I can do to make you come, bitch? Ooh. Best sex. No matter what position you are. Let's make it also, let's get back to, and because porn also kind of fucks it up because people see people engaging in the middle of the sex. You miss the beginning and the end. So what I do want to do is normalize again, like communication before sex. Like I know in porn, you don't realize that before they set up that camera, those people had a conversation. They had a whole discussion on what they were going to do and what their triggers and all that shit were. And then they record it in a lot of cases. I, you know, and so what looks like you just see this man walk in and walk in and pull out her panties and slay her and leave. Sis, that's cute for an encounter or two. But girl, you don't want that to be life because ultimately you want to know how to be able to pleasure yourself because bio, biologic, bio, the biology of our bodies is that regardless of whether we still are pre-op or not, we deserve bio, we deserve to have that physical pleasure in a sexual encounter. And, I, and, and if you're consenting between two adults, and particularly if you're a woman, I really want us, us also to take that transphobia off of us when we, um, when we do say, okay, this man wants to enjoy my, my penis, like, and then you make him gay. Because if you say that man- Say it again, gay, girl. Say it again. <laughs> if you say that man is gay, sis, if you, for those of you who are out here that are having men that saw you as a woman because that's who the fuck you are, they called you, they came over your house, and then because they saw a woman, they wanted to please that woman every way, if you have ever told a man you're, he was gay because he wanted to please you, you foul as fuck. And that also says that you don't see yourself as nothing but a man in spite of all that you've done or in spite of all that you're claiming you are to the world. Because there's nothing that a man can do with a woman that is gay. Let me say that again. There's nothing that a man can do with a woman that is gay. There is nothing that a man can do with a woman that is gay. If you feel gay, sis, you feel gay. That's your gayness. You own that shit and go talk to your therapist about what that's about. Because there shouldn't be no reason why you feel like a man by, by what somebody else does to you. But I'm saying that with all that strength because I was the girl that felt that way about men. I was the girl that said those things to people that only wanted to, to pleasure me. And I know that I have been the thing that I'm saying I don't be. This is not me being a hypocrite. I'm telling you that I evolved, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm telling you that I evolved to a place where I love my, myself and then I felt bad that I had made other people feel bad for loving me. 
And I don't want you to make that same mistake, which is why I'm saying it so strongly. It is no shade, but if you don't love yourself, like RuPaul actually says, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And how the hell are you going to be able to show up in any relationship, including a sexual one, with the right amount of agency if you don't love yourself? Because if, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to stand for yourself, and you're going to let people, places, and things that you're not supposed to be a part of be into your life. Because you don't love yourself. And I really want to take this OnlyFans conversation and really drill that home. Like, y'all have to stop calling these men gay. If, if, they're, if they're messing with you as a woman, because then you're telling him that you're a man and that he should feel gay about what he's doing with other trans women. And don't speak for me, girl. Speak for yourself. You feel like a nigga because someone touched you on, the, on what's already a part of your woman body, then you have to internalize that for yourself. Don't speak for our community and call no nigga gay because you feel gay in your heart. That don't have nothing to do with me, sis. So you send that man on his way and you tell him to come over here and get some oh, real good to me. Yes, man. After after the after we come out of this wave, after the numbers go down, now when I say send them over to me, that's hypothetical. I meant pre-relationship. Let me just clarify. <laughs> that's hypothetical boots. My husband know that he listens to the podcast, but I just wanted to, <laughs> shout, out to the, shout out to the bay. I know you don't miss an episode here, so I'm not saying send them to me now. I'm saying I am the type of woman that has always appreciated, or I learned early on to let that go. And I was able in my middle 20s to make that shift. And now I'm in a healthy, happy relationship that began when I was 27. So I'm going to tell y'all that I had to change and not judge people who love me for me in order for me to project love into the world and project and, and accept men that appreciate trans women. Now, for those of you who want men that don't want to be with women with penises, maybe because you don't want yours or because you, you have had the surgery, that's fine. I'm not speaking for your preference, but I'm talking to the real bitches out here that live in a world that has taught you to hate everything about yourself, including the thing that is a part of you. Whether you like it or not, it is a part of you and you can choose to do what you want to with it. But until you get to that place, I want you to be able to love yourself in the now. And for those of us that choose not to have the surgeries, I want you to love yourself forever, for the now, for the past, for the future, because we got to stop that shit in community. And I cringe in the groups. I cringe in the trap. I never think it's cute. And I always am horrified by how many of us hate ourselves. We have to love ourselves. And every part of you is beautiful if you think you are wonderfully and fearfully met. Now, if you have that issue, that's yours. But don't be telling people who they are and defining other people's futures and telling them, labeling them, because you don't want nobody to call you a man then don't call that nigga gay. Yeah, my 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 hope, my desire for um all trans people, but especially black um trans women, black fat trans women, black dark skin trans women, um, in regards to sex, I hope that it is consensual. I hope that there's reciprocity and I hope that the girls are having like pleasurable orgasms and just having a good time and just um, giving themselves space to explore and to question and to get to the root of why something makes you uncomfortable, um, to get to know that, to know that there's a possibility that um, there are many things that could turn you on or many things that could um, pique your interest. And that's okay. You and know that, what I also, this, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and that people, people that are coming to your door 
people people should be wanting to play on your terms. Like you should not be shrinking yourself or diminishing yourself or doing things that you don't want to do because you think you need that to be um, in proximity to this quote unquote man or this man that white supremacy makes us think is desirable. It's so it's so many things desirable outside of the constricting um, the constricting mode of white supremacy. And to that point, which is a great segue, I was gonna say I also learned through um, social media porn sites like you know the X2 Pornhub, Tumblr, Reddit. Um, X2 has fallen off, bitch. It's <laughs> falling off. All, all of those have really fallen off because for whatever reason they're they're late to the ball game about letting regular folks really make money money on there now they're trying to get with it but now people have found these other platforms and what people don't realize is in a facebook instagram world we also want it to be a community and that's what makes on twitter and OnlyFans pairing very 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 cool and i wish twitter wouldn't always be shutting down some of my favorite folks now, i don't know what folks be putting up to get shut down but um, I do sometimes feel like sometimes when they shut down these these um, porn channels, they're targeting LGBT folk. Right. So I do want to put that out there. We make shit get lit. No shade. What you say? We make shit lit. Yes, we do. And we bring a whole new flavor to everything we're in, including sex. And so to that point, I discovered this. I live for things that aren't just dicks anymore. Like in a world where you were taught like, Oh, the only thing you can appreciate about me, like, you know, like I learned that I like men in certain scenarios, men in suits, men in different, like, because of the community, I can now follow people who appreciate what I appreciate. And then when they share content, as I share content, as other people share content, not like content that I'm making, but even if I'm sharing content that I like on my timeline, I like the idea that there's a larger community of porn watchers that are encouraging these people that are now telling them directly and giving them feedback. And because of that, the content is so much more specific and so much rich, more rich than some of these other platforms where I have to key in BBC and then it's like a thousand videos. Now I can follow this guy who has exactly what I like. And then when he's putting up stuff, I can follow the people that he's putting up. And then now next thing you know, I'm a part of a community and people are following me back. And now, it's, it, and I can still be anonymous and still be myself, but now I can have this way for me to engage with the world and explore in a safe way where I'm not talking to people that I don't wanna, not engaging with people that I don't wanna, but I'm doing what I wanna do in a way that I feel like is specific and safer than sometimes me getting triggered by Googling BBC and then everything comes up and I'm seeing shit on there that's crazy and I have to like, you know what I'm saying? Like this allows you to really funnel and specify and i wish that some of these other porn sites would have gotten on quicker but fuck them i love that twitter understands that amateur porn people want a community of followers and they incur and then they allow that to happen so many fuck tumblr for shutting down that for shutting that down because y'all ruined y'all fucking platform girl i got a question for you (coughs) yes what's your free twitter name i can't share (laughs) neither can i Now that bitch. So it's a it's a bit girl. That's some dark magic. It's some very dark. And when we put when we promote this episode, don't be asking, bitch, because you'll you'll never know. You will never fucking know. And the gag is, and the gag is, if I want you to know, you will. But bitch, no one 
that I don't. That's that's so intimate to me. Like literally, I, it's I don't so, even have videos of me. It's just never. A, yes, so I, it's so it's so disconnected from me. But I'm very active. So sorry, it, it's a mom. So it, Y'all would gag if you knew which account was really mine. <laughs> Maybe one of your favorite sharers of thick men might be me, bitch. But no, I'm not. Um, I'm. I'm just saying. I know, girl. I, I definitely, <laughs> girl. That's a little too revealing for the fans. Right. <laughs> I really don't. Don't like, follow, or subscribe to me on there, bitch. <laughs> girl, be calling me out like, okay, lioness. I'll be so upset, bitch. No, but girl, that's not my Twitter handle. That's why I made it purposely. Nothing related, bitch. Right? Yeah, yeah, bitch. You you will never be able to find me, and this no, and I and I want to keep it that way. Yeah, pieces be trying to hook up with you. I want to say no, no, entertainment purposes only. I have yes, this is entertainment purposes only, and I have a real life, and it will never include this this page. No, no, ma'am. No, man. But I'm not ashamed. So, so, like, because I'm saying this, if you do find me, some of y'all out here, I know it's some fucking fuckers and motherfucking bitches that really just want to be nosy, girl. If you do find me, girl, okay. Okay. Oh, bitch, the- something just came to my mind. I'm not, I, okay. I do, I do like cis woman porn, but only, I, I like when men, when men are going down on, on cis women and when they have large clitoris. Because they look like it looked like me to me. Oh my gosh! Like you're gonna have me really confess. Like no lie. Like I guess they will call it like fat pussy. Oh ew 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 ew. Especially when it's it's black men going down on black women because I feel like like it's a black man reverse power dynamic. I don't know. Because for me, I can imagine he's doing it for me to me. Right. Like, but if it's too like traditional looking you know little slit vagina then it don't it's not giving no, me no girl i need a lot and but it needs to be a man in the scene so again the busted wise I, that's not really my ministry girl no so, sure. sometimes i like seeing when the, the girls be you know bumping pocketbooks i'm not going i'm not going to sit here and lie <laughs> right bitch <laughs> right. <laughs> right bitch all right what well, let me tell you so yeah, girl, I, that's that's I, <laughs> I I appreciate you for sharing. <laughs> and I like it because when I was in law school, I was friends with a lot of trans women, and when I would hear them talk about it, and bitch, how they the, like how they literally would get their life from it, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh, I see, it's like juices and everything. Like, <laughs> y'all, let me say, let me say, let me say. Now, I'm a, if the I can now, I I just thought about it. I'm okay with it. If they're black and right, black. Girl, if it and, black. and 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 let me keep it a hundred, bitch. And if I see some masculinity in the woman, like like I live for some studs. Like I, in general, I just find that energy that that masculine, feminine kind of mix, kind of really sexy. So then, seeing them have sex not with the strap. I mean, not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but like when I can actually see them, like what is. I, I, I guess we could call it. Uh, oh, I'm embarrassed. Tribbing. Yeah, um, that's that's the term. Tribbing. Yes, girl. <laughs> tripping. <laughs> so you see, I've googled or, it. Or the or the street term scissoring. Whatever you call it, girl. I do. I can appreciate that, especially if there's some dominance going on, a little aggression. Yeah, and, I, I don't. I don't. 
don't know. I just think I'm about seeing people having pleasure and just having like ha- like, and that's one thing I want. And to- let me say this: I love watching feminine men get your, get their life too. I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, I like seeing like, people for that. This is one guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's like a top. He is um me. He live in like Texas. Um, but he's like really kind in person. And but I'm attracted to gay men anyway. Like to me, a man is still a man to me, no matter how cut he is. But like I just I like what I want to see more, especially in the black gay man porn. I want to see them be more softer. Oh, his name is Phil the Rad. I love his. I love his. He follow him. Yeah, he must he he be having he and he he's verse, he be having men, tra- cis men, trans men, feel the what? Lesbians. Feel the what? Wrath. Honey, and she's honey, she's cunt. But um yeah, I just want to see more um Oh, feel, yes ma'am, yes ma'am. Yeah. Okay, oh, girl, I, I already follow him. Yeah, I want to see more men, black men being more sensual with you. And, and to me, it don't have to be penetration. Like, I just like, wh- like what else? Are, there are other things that you can do besides leaving somebody's hole gaping. Not to say it's a time and place for that, but visually, I just like to see, uh, especially black men or men of color, just being a little bit more sensual with each other. Miss Thing, I think we've done a show. This, this conversation, I I think the people are really going to enjoy this conversation. I think this one was a key. I think this one is a real key. I want to say shout out to all of the, the stars that we've named. We appreciate you. Shout out to all of you who sat through this and like really got your life. Shout out to the girls out there who never thought they would really hear a podcast talking about what we like sexually and A black friends woman podcast. Yeah. Um, shout out to my thickums. Shout out to everyone that I feel like just can get their life and can be affirmed by the fact that you're not alone and that we all in COVID and we all busting up by ourselves. There's a lot of people right now that were sexually active that are really shut down and like this is allowing adults to meet their needs and not go crazy. And I am not, though I have people in my family that are very anti-porn, very crazy about it anti you know i that ain't my ministry i'm all for grown people doing what they want to do as long as you're dealing with grown people and, and you're enjoying yourself with grown people that's for me it's all i give a fuck about the rest of it is your business and your ministry i don't give a, i have to mind it's your mind so thank you for this conversation marie i really appreciate you being vulnerable with me too we definitely did not plan this bitch and girl come on lesbian poor and playing girl me too I, I like- <laughs> <laughs> And um, we will see y'all um, with the new episode. Hold on, will will that be our final episode for the year? It will be. Oh shit! It will. It'll be yeah. It'll be the well. It'll be the final yeah. It'll be our well. It won't be the yeah. final episode for the year, but it'll be the last time we're recording. Because I think we're rec- yeah. Anyway, I uh-huh. think. We- we only have two more episodes for this year that are releasing, and then we're taking our little a holiday break, and then we'll be back, um, I believe, January 8th for our new season. So, yes, honey. Thank you all- for this new exclusive content, guys. And um, like I said, if you got your life today, if you want to participate in supporting a Black trans business, if you live for the conversations here, if you want to be a part of the movement, please feel free. Sis, did you have anything else you wanted to share before I do the final run out? 
No, just make sure you guys are writing into the writing into our email box number five twelve podcast at gmail.com. Yes. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Box Number Five Twelve Podcast. Before we go, I want you to feel free to like, follow, and subscribe to us on all of our social media platforms. And also feel free to go to anchorfm.com, click on the donate tab and support us if you want to see our business grow, if you want to support a black trans business. This has been another episode, a wonderful episode, a sexy, raw, uncut episode of Box Number 512 Podcast, Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. And I am one of your co-hosts, the Lioness. And I'm Aeon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Box Number 512 Podcast. Grown Black Trans Woman Talk. Don't forget to go to our Anchor page to become a monthly sponsor. And also feel free to like, follow, and subscribe to us on all of our social media platforms. And also, please don't forget to rate and review our podcast, Every Comment Matters. And lastly, please, please, please follow and tune in for our live interactive Facebook show every Friday on Facebook and YouTube. Until next time, I'm the Lioness. And I'm Aeon. Bye.